0: with George Kokolas and Virginia Dooley.
1: One more episode is about to start. Uh, Teachers Coffee, we have reached the middle season. Welcome, Gina. Hello.
2: Hello. Hello, George. Thank you for welcoming me. Um, yes, another episode, another coffee. Mine is nice and warm and, <laughs> and ready uh, to have this discussion with uh, with an excellent guest from all the way from Morocco Morocco, today. yeah. Awesome.
1: Even though today is a very cold day, both in Morocco and here uh, mm-hmm. where we are, um, you know, Morocco always brings these exotic, hot, and uh, sunny uh, places to mind. So, yeah, in the middle of winter, we have brought some of this tropical warmth here, I hope, with our guest, uh, Abdelkrim El Kouba from Morocco. Um, a prominent figure, an ELT trainer, and somebody who is uh, in the front line of teaching English as a foreign language in Morocco.
2: An inspector of English, I found out. That's okay. th- yeah, that the That's name. You.
1: Okay, yeah. the title. The, title.
2: the title. Thank Welcome. you very
1: much.
0: Thanks, it's uh, Joe. Thanks, Gina. Thanks for inviting me. It's a great pleasure for me to be, uh, if you like, to be with you. Uh, concerning, if you like, the if you like uh, the the ALT in Morocco, it has changed a lot, you know, from the past, you know. Now mm-hmm. you have more and more students learning English in all I the see. schools, whether Maybe. they are whether whether they are private or they are public schools, and there is a great eagerness on the part of students to learn English. We have a huge number of language centers where mm-hmm. students can learn English as well, you know. Uh for for the total number of students who learn English have no idea, but it must be huge because now you have English, not like before. It used to be taught only in the high school. Now mm-hmm. English is taught in high school, in the middle school, and in private schools, in the primary schools. Okay. But for I the see. public schools, for the public schools, English is taught only now, in high school and the last year of the middle school. But in the coming years, next year, inshallah, it will be taught in the middle school. Okay. Moreover, mm-hmm. there is a like, change because the government, the policy of the, the state, they want to switch from French to English scientific okay. subjects like math, science, physics, etc. Okay.
1: Okay. Uh, mm-hmm
0: so, so cool. right
1: now if I understood correctly uh mm-hmm. France used to be the first foreign language taught and now English is becoming is advancing in a way is becoming more and more popular and I yes. think you know that um, there is also a difference between the the spoken Arabic and Moroccan Arabic is that true yes. Uh, yes. Yes. so it seems like you are a trilingual trilingual Nation there yes. right right
0: Sir George, yes. There is a big difference between Classical Arabic and American Arabic. Okay.
1: Thank you. Wonderful.
0: Concerning like the number of teachers of English we have so far in public schools, we have more than 9,000 teachers. And when you say public schools, if you like, maybe 30 or 35% of them, they work as part-time teachers in private schools.
2: mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: They work in public schools and part-timers in public uh, private schools and uh, the 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 number of supervisors maybe it's, for me it's not it's not it's a few if you like it's one number it's 97 supervisor of english which makes 110 teachers uh, stu- uh, teachers for one supervisor so far okay and uh, uh what makes if you like uh English language, if you like a language, which is like a lot in Morocco, and many people like to learn it is that it's not like before. As I remember before, teachers, they used to teach English only as a subject like the other subjects. No, the tendency Mm -hmm. has changed a lot. English now is taught for other purposes, like people, they need it after they graduate, you know?
1: Yes, we will reach that point and maybe you can tell us more about. Before Mm -hmm. we reach that, you talked about an increased number of teachers Mm
2: -hmm. and many
1: students as well. The need, as we said, uh, and the demand has grown a lot. But my next question is, do you feel that teachers today in Morocco, they have sufficient training on teaching methodology, on how to teach uh, inside the classroom?
0: That's a good question. Because the job of the supervisor is to organize, if you like, sessions of training for teachers, both in public and private schools. But it depends, you know. In some areas, it's enough. In others, it's not enough. Like, as I said, in Casablanca, Rabat, and big cities, it's enough because you have a lot of session trainings, etc. You have a lot of sessions of demo lessons, model lessons, etc. But when it comes to, if you like, uh, small cities, etc., maybe sometimes it's difficult to organize them. You know, you see what I mean? Okay.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: It's okay. Thank you. And by the way, we have very highly qualified supervisors of English. Uh, this year, the ministry is, if you like, is training ten more supervisors for ne- next year. Inshallah. Okay. Okay
2: great so so what's the you know now there's the switch as you said from french to english um mm-hmm. in the moroccan market but what's what's the goal of the of the english programs that take place in morocco is it for the students to get a certificate to prove their language or is it um for them to actually be able to use and communicate and speak the language what, what do you see from your experience? What, what is the preferred, let's say...
0: Well, for me, Gina, it's both. It's just it's, it's a certificate and they, so that they can use it. But they mm-hmm. can use it, if you like, it's the primary goal, it's using the future. Because yeah. now we have students when they graduate, if you like, from uh, I, you know, from the university, uh, when they go to work, they need English, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, irrespective of their, if you like, disciplinary, they have chosen, you know, okay. Uh, I'll give you something, uh, last month there was a, if you like, a, a fair in a hotel in Casablanca for hiring people and mm-hmm. they wanted engineers. And when, if you like, the candidates they go, the first thing they ask them is English. If they find the English is good, they ask them for other things. If they find that English is not good, they say, sorry, we cannot, if we'll hire you, you know. Therefore English now is a must. Okay. Okay. It's a privilege for, if you like, students speak English, and for candidates who want to work in, if you like, especially in, in offshore in Casablanca, you know, you know.
1: Uh, this is this is, I think, um, it's a, it's a great realization in a way, and I think it's a very nice message to send uh, to send out to the world because we've been asking all these questions because we want to see how much the demand from, let's say, the market or the demand after graduation may influence teaching and I'm saying that because in many countries that's why Gina talked about certificates Mm -hmm. the whole teaching of English is around acquiring a certificate but what you are saying right now I think this is really precious information it looks like the market uh, or professional careers they demand not just for you to have a certificate or simply declare that you know English. You have to speak English. You have to be able okay. to communicate because you have just com- confirmed, yeah, right. yeah. yeah, that if you don't speak, you're not getting the job. Yes, yeah, so you're is-
0: right. Yeah. the main focus is on communication, you know, and
1: fluency. You know, this is what they want. You know, okay. Mm-hmm. So this brings me to the previous question as well. All this training and all these supervisors—do they focus more? On how to teach communicative English inside the classrooms, or do they focus more on what is traditional, let's say, passive knowledge it's, exercises? It's
0: it's, <laughs> no, really, it's a very good question. I was <laughs> going to talk about that. In the past, supervisors they used, if you like, to give transitions on, if you like, teaching of uh, language, like uh, how to teach grammar, how to teach vocabulary, how to teach this. No, they focus more on how to be communicative, you know, okay, the purpose of English, okay, the use of English, not only how to, you know, and even if feel like uh, teaching of English has switched from teaching just English as a language, and, is, and now they are trying to teach English as a tool for communication, okay.
1: See? Absolutely, absolutely, and sometimes, you know, this is, Um, this can be a great challenge and a new challenge for teachers as well because we're talking about uh, hard work here. If you want to get a non-native speaker to speak, communicate effectively and be a successful professional, um, it's maybe an unknown path for many teachers as well and there is nothing embarrassing in admitting that. It's not an easy task, but it's really, really great that we find out this new from you that all this training is channeled towards this specific direction
2: absolutely like i'm glad to hear that um you know english uh, the the teaching of it is focused for the use of communication and um as a tool um as mr um abdul said very nicely um cuz at the end of the day it's the most important thing to to know how to use the language effectively and to communicate um and I think from what we've been hearing, Morocco has made great steps to improve and to to make this possible um, by switching, also by introducing the latest methodologies. So that's, that's amazing, really. My question is, is there anything else that you suggest that could be done to improve teaching English in Morocco?
0: Yes, Gina, yes. To improve teaching English in Morocco is now, you see like, schools, they should be encouraged to use if you like interactive whiteboards. It's very, mm-hmm. very important to teach in English, okay? And especially if you want to achieve the goal of communication. I have noticed that the schools using uh, I W they the students, they learn more, they learn more, you know, they, you know, they, they learn quickly, quickly than the others, you know? And it motivates students to learn more, you know? You know, the, you know, the social media, etc., cetera. You know, students, they are, if you like, used to image and sound, not yeah. the traditional way of
2: teaching. Okay. It's interactive. It makes the lesson more interactive. Yes. Is, more interactive, is, yes. Exactly. And
0: what is good is that the books they use now they are all interactive books, which is good. They, that's that's w- uh, why they appreciate the books we recommend for them, because mm-hmm. they have not, uh, they co- it corresponds, if you like, to the need. The yeah. need of using, if you like, uh, English in the real situation. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think you know, um, I, I don't know how this will sound, but you know, we've been receiving uh, at Express Publishing as well daily positive feedback from uh, for our own interactive materials as well, because all the titles are supported by the interactive wireless software for many many years this now. It has been. Main, a-
0: this is the main strength of power, if you like, this main strength. Of power if you like, the point of strength of the express publishing.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. It's pioneering technology and it continues, you know, to provide these high quality standards. One more question that has to do, we talked about the training and I talked about the the teachers. Obviously, you may have answered it in a way, but I want to know if there is any kind of specific demand from the students regarding their needs, if the students themselves do actually want these communicative objectives or are they still seeing English as another assignment in the curriculum, another subject in the curriculum? Um, If you could get into your students' minds, what, what do you think is their views regarding the lesson of English or English as a lesson? or how they're going but, to use it after that, after school?
0: From what I noticed, from what I see in, the, if you like, in our students, I believe they believe that they use English for communication, not just a subject, you know, okay? And uh, to prove that, many students, you know, they they spend the day at school, and in the evening they go to center language to learn English for speaking, for, you know, for communicating, you know, okay? This is what they want. They are aware that English is, should be used, should be used communicatively, should be used in everyday life. You know, should you use for specific purposes too? You know, okay.
1: That's great news, actually. That that's great news. Good. And. Um,
2: I think uh, we've uh, reached the roast question, the surprise question <laughs> of the interview. <laughs> um, great. Okay. So. Um, very, very interesting, very serious. So we're going to switch it up a, a little bit. I'm going to ask you, uh, during your experience as a as an inspector of English or an ELT supervisor, um, what, what is the funniest question you have been asked by a teacher or a student? Um,
1: Maybe a funny incident that you came across. During your
0: career, I have have many funny incidents. I I don't call them funny, but uh, it's something which stuck in my mind forever. Mm -hmm. When I started supervising, because me I was a teacher too. I spent seven years as a teacher Mm -hmm. of English, Mm -hmm. and my first year of English, I I I was at the time about thirty-one of age or so, and I used to have teachers older than me, and Uh sometimes it was, if you like, I was embarrassed, you know, to supervise a teacher. Mm -hmm. One of them, he was my teacher, for instance. (laughs) During my first year of experience, I attended a lesson of a teacher. He was good in teaching. Everything was good. But he had a big problem in pronunciation. And he mispronounced productive words. I mean, productive. He taught words wrong to students. And Mm -hmm. when I was discussing with him, I was ashamed to tell him that it was a mistake, etc. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, it was really I was surprised, you know. He's a good teacher, good in in the way of teaching. It was good. And uh, for instance, I give an example. He taught for the students for the first year. Instead of saying no, he (laughs) said (laughs) news. And when I was discussing, I couldn't say to him, you know. Yeah. And I had to write a report. At the time, we used to write reports in French, Mm -hmm. and I wrote what was positive in the lesson. It was good, good, so good. Then I write a reply word. I give you the word, the, the French sentence I wrote at the time, and I will translate it in English. I wrote uh, cependant, j'attire l'attention de Monsieur le Professeur de faire très attention aux fautes de pronunciation commises par les élèves. You understand it now?
1: Uh, more or less.
0: Okay, you... the a left oh, part, I right didn't. they right. However, I would like to ask the teacher to pay great attention to pronunciation mistakes, okay, made by students, not teachers. Oh, <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs>
0: and when, he read the, when he read the report, he, he made me tell the teacher, sir, it's not it's me. Mm-hmm. I told him, I know it's new. It's you. It's not the t- students, but in the report, you know, the headmaster can read it in French. You know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, the, someone can read it, and it's not good to write by the teacher. Okay? Yeah, absolutely. At the time, you have no internet. You don't have. You know, you should check in the dictionary for if you like the the transcription of the words, etc., phonetics, etc. You know, because mm-hmm. I, I have a lot of a lot of experiences like that. You know, some of them are funny. You know, okay.
1: That was a nice diplomatic way to get the thank message you. across, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very diplomatic.
2: <laughs> well,
1: thank you. Okay, Mr. Abdelkrim, thank you so much. I think you thank gave you, us a, you. a whole new perspective um, regarding uh, English language thing in Morocco because we've been following developments there and they are very, very encouraging uh, that you know, you focus on communication and what communication. yes, yes, yes.
0: training, etc. This
1: is the main point. Thank you
0: very much. Thank you, Gina. Thank you, George. Really, I enjoyed. If you like, if you like doing this, if interview with you, it was a great pleasure for me. Thanks.
2: Lovely. We enjoyed it too. Have a lovely day.
0: Thank you. In, thank in you. A warm oh, Morocco. It's <laughs> sunny. It's sunny now. It's really yes. sunny.